This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Going to have Isaiah Kite doing this bit, but I went to went to release him from his compound earlier. It turns out he's gone feral. So I mean, he was bloody terrifying when we had him on the leash. So Christ knows what's in what's in store with next week's uh, transfer window update. Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagala War, the Stockport County podcast, live show, and fan channel, part of the Talksport Fan Network that is now reaching its well, it's reached. We've we've reached a tenth series. We've not reached peak series ten yet. I don't think though. You know when like TV shows have like one really good episode in a series. So you'd be like the one where they go to London is like peak Friends series four <laughs> or five, whatever it is. We've we've not reached that yet. I'm, I'm, I was thinking about this. So I'm wondering what our peak series ten. When people look back in years to come and go, oh yeah, series ten of Scarf Girl. Oh. Is that going to be the I testimonial think... match then down in London? And that was a peak. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's happening. <laughs> I, th- I think I think we peaked in series two when we had Danny Lloyd on, and I think it's been downhill ever since. Jesus, that's the one I mean, downhill. <laughs> if you're if you're saying that, it's, it's that... all the mathematic proportions of downhill. Jesus. Yeah, I was, was going to say going down, taking that long to go downhill almost suggests that like there were several aborted attempts to stop us from going down. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we tried, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Joining me as ever it is Russ Johnson and Waggy. How are we doing, chaps? All right. Evening. Not Evening. too bad. I, th- I thought I'd I'd introduce both of you now. I might as well. Seeing as Waggy's gonna be sticking around. Thought I might as well uh Yeah. I like how we're joining you as well, even though you were last here. Well they're joining us. Well I am not I'm not last here now, am I? I was last here tonight, yeah, but I was having my butterfly yeah, cake because we discussed off air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, uh, write in if if you've ever if you know what a raspberry butterfly cake is. So let's start the debate on this matchless week. A raspberry butterfly. <laughs> We've got nothing else to talk about. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can we drag yourself? Tell everybody what we're talking about. We've got plenty to go at. Tell them, tell them what you've got to go at, Russ. Well, we're going to talk about mainly transfers. We're going to cover the Walsall match on Saturday. We've got Ross from WFC Vlogs waiting in the wings. So we're going to talk to him, get him out very, very shortly. So Lemon Hay Evans has come back. Odin Bailey, some of the rumours, perhaps what we can expect before the end of the transfer window. We haven't got the yellow transfer window branding out because it isn't the end. It's not transfer deadline day, is it? We'll, we'll get that out as close to transfer deadline day as we can. As it happens, judging by judging by what I've seen in certain WhatsApp groups this week, it feels like the transfer window is never going to end. 
It, if, it, if I, I don't think I can endure like another hour of, of it. Just the same people repeating over and over again what positions they think we need. Yes, you told us in November. I wasn't interested then. <laughs> I'm, I've gone back. Series ten has come, and I've gone back to being like series one or series two. Nick, I'm just very livid. Yeah. Well, you you should be you should be interested though, because you're the face and beard of a podcast, aren't you? So and hat. Oh it, Jesus. So, God, what, so what, what kind? Of, yeah, well, I'll, I'll explain hat. that. I just got, I got in from work and I had to I jumped in the shower because I like to be clean for you. You know, I've got, I've got to be clean for someone, haven't I? Thanks. But if I don't wear the hat, this is the situation we're finding ourselves in. So, well, it's, yeah, uh, it's your on. choice, really. Get the hat back on. Do, do, you like, uh, do you like the Adams family? <laughs> so, yeah, that's the situation we find us in. And, and now I look like an apprentice nonce. Brilliant. Hat back on, right? God, transfer windows open. The hats on. Jobs are good and excellent stuff. Shall we get Ross out? Because he's probably like all of our guests. He's probably got something better to do with his time. Yeah, he's so got to interview me out. after. Well, <laughs> so he's not got anything better. So he's not got something better to do. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Right, we'll get Ross out from WFC Blogs. Running Armstrong. Evening, Ross. Hello, guys. You're up, mate. You all right? How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, mate. Good, good. So, Walsall, tell us about. I tell you, first, tell us about you, your vlog, and where we can find it, um, and what sort of. I mean, we've seen vlogs, but we've not tried it ourselves, mainly because we're up nearly. Well, oh. we're nearly four. Well, one's nearly forty, and the other two are over forty. So we don't really do vlogs. Tell us about vlogging and how you got into that first. Before we ask you about Walsall itself. Yeah, no, it was, um, I think I've been doing it for about a few years now. I think it's the second year I've been doing it on YouTube now. Um, obviously, I took influence off, you know, a fair few Warsaw vloggers. And obviously, you've got Seb Tyler, who does it for us. Uh, also known as Super Salah Sebi, also does it on YouTube. Warsaw Fan TV. So I took influence off them too. Um, I pretty much decided to do it myself, really. Um, so, like I said, I've been doing it for a couple of years, a couple of years now. Um, obviously, just capture the atmosphere when going to away games, no games, and just uploading it to YouTube, really. Um, just get opposition fans' um, thoughts on each game as well, and home fans as well, which is, um, like I said, been doing it for a couple of years now. I'm enjoying it. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Do you, do, do you find that it takes away from your experience of going to the match, though, because you're concentrating on vlogging more than you are going to the actual game? Well, yeah. Or that, watching that, the game, should I say? Yeah, yeah. Well, at the start of the season, I actually changed it up really because last season, you know, like I said, there I was doing I was doing the vlogs in terms of, um, I was going to the game, I was recording the games on a camera, which I thought it takes away obviously me watching the game fully, really, which I didn't really enjoy doing. So I actually changed up this year. So I didn't, I don't actually do the match day vlogs, is what you call it now. Um, I also do the match reactions. I do capture the atmosphere now and again. I also upload the YouTube shorts. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, I upload them obviously videos of the fans singing and what and whatever um well obviously i still do that but i just took out the the vlogging in terms of recording the game which i don't do anymore um which obviously like you said i prefer to watch the game fully rather than having a camera in my hand all the time um so obviously i do the match previews or the match reactions also i do sometimes upload a video now and again calling the on the road series where um just capture the atmosphere like i said there uh, i mean apart from that really that's it really so yeah obviously i nice. took away the match day vlogs and stuff like that 
um, yeah, it's going to work so far. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, right, Walsall then. Form team at the moment. We keep, we seem to play everybody when they, when they are the form team, which is, you know, <laughs> you know, bad luck for us. But tell us about, tell us a bit about Walsall. How's your season going? Are you happy? Are you playing above expectations, below expectations, that kind of thing? Um, mixed emotions, really. Um, I think, obviously, when we appointed Matt Sadd at the start of the season, it was a lot of mixed emotions around the club in terms of whether he was the right appointment or not. Um, obviously, losing Marco Flynn in the back end of last season, um, you could argue it was a huge blow for ourselves. I thought when we appointed him um, two years ago, I thought he was a, you know, the right man for the job. I think he was the perfect man to take Warsaw forward, but obviously it wasn't to be. Um, but obviously appointing him at Sadler in the start of the season, for me, and I think a lot of Warsaw fans would agree, for me, wasn't the right appointment. Um, and I think it's shown this season really where we are on the table, because I think at the start, at the start of November, I think we found ourselves nine. I think we found ourselves nineteenth in League Two. Um, you know, for me, obviously, didn't win a game in fifteen or so matches, which for me was relegation form. Um, I think if we were to lose any more than what we did during the month of November, I think it was very close again the sack. Um, but luckily enough, we found a good run of form towards the end of December. Obviously, like you just said, there three games unbeaten, well, three consecutive wins under about coming to this one in Saturday against yourselves. So you can't argue with that really. Um, I think I mentioned it a few times on my uh, on my videos last week, especially. Uh, we played Leicester last season in the FA Cup in January last year in the fourth round. Um, obviously lost them one nil, played them off the park really, and for me should have got a result. Uh, from us, Leicester was in the Premier League at the time. Um, but from that loss, it everything for me seemed to go downhill. Um, I think we find ourselves in the same position this year because obviously we're coming to this one following a four nil defeat against Southampton on Saturday. Um, so I think hopefully, well, fingers crossed from Saturday's defeat against Southampton doesn't go downhill and obviously this time last year that like, we lost to Leicester in the FA Cup and like I said there I think it went downhill from there so hopefully it doesn't don't replicate that this year um, I think all Wars fans agree we're hoping for you know a successful second half of the season um, but who knows what's going to happen during these next few months um, but again I'm expecting a tough game against yourselves on Saturday um, and, you know, we've got a few tough fixtures coming up as well. Um, but, you know, we, we can it's shown that in the last few weeks, we can beat the big teams in this year, this, in this league. Obviously, we beat Wrexham 3 um, 1 um, not long ago at home, absolutely played them off the park. Um, and obviously, we beat Crew Alexandria as well, who again, they're currently doing well in League Two, currently sit fifth in League Two. Um, so, we beat two teams in the top six in the last three weeks. So, you can't argue, you can't argue with that, really. Um, but it's just keeping that momentum and keeping these wins going during the second half of the season. If we can keep this momentum going, we won't be far off come the end, come the end of the season, really. So, obviously, think... you've lost uh, Freddie Draper on loan. as well. You had him on loan and he's gone He's gone back to, is it Lincoln? How much of a loss yeah, is he yeah. going to be? Oh, it's a huge loss. Huge loss uh, losing Freddie Draper because obviously he was leading goal scorer um, up until now. Um, right. Obviously, it was something like 11 goals in League 2 this season. So, obviously, he isn't, doesn't make the top five in League 2 but, you know, in terms of Warsaw's top goal scorer, he is Warsaw's top goal scorer. Um, so losing Freddie Draper last week was a huge loss for Warsaw. Um, and losing him, we are literally on the bare bones. I mean, only I've got currently two fully fit strikers in the whole squad, um, having been, um, having Jamil Matt, um, our other striker. He came off injured um, against Wrexham two weeks ago. So we have only got two fully fit strikers currently in the squad in Danny Johnson and uh, Douglas James-Taylor. Um, so if one of them gets injured, who knows what's going to happen because at the start of the season, Matt Sadler, 
Uh, I think he brought in three strikers, four strikers, and they were only down to two. So it's we're in one of them positions at the moment where if one of them gets injured, we could find ourselves in a really sticky situation, really. So losing Freddie Draper for me was a huge blow. So you see, you're saying obviously that you beat you obviously beat Crew and Wrexham, but you beat both of them at home. And I know you had a really good result away at Grimsby, but that's Grimsby. Um, is your home form a lot better than your away form? Um, or do you think you've seen improvements over the last sort of, you know, certainly since Christmas? Um, I think home form in particular, I think we are pretty much very good at home, really. Um, in front of our home fans, I think we, we do sometimes tend to put on a show. Um, well, now and again, anyway. Um, but I think away form, especially, has been where we've been lacking recently in the last few years. Um, so I think going into Saturday's game against yourselves, I definitely do expect a tough game, like I mentioned, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but in terms of away form this season, obviously, we're beating twenty twenty, we're beating in in twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. Sorry, um, in the league, obviously, only one played one game, so it doesn't really matter. But um, in terms of away, in terms of away form. Um, you know, it's it's totally changed really in the last few years in terms of, you know, we, we do tend to be play better at home than we do away, really. Yeah, and you obviously you beat us at, at your place as well, didn't you? I think was that three two, was it? Was it was it that long ago? I can't remember. Two one was it? Two one. Yeah, two one season. Two one. Yeah. So who's um who are we looking out for then on Saturday? I'm just looking at Fot Mob and looking at the the stats and things. So. Stirk, McKenzie, Hutchinson, is that all playing to type? Are they the players that we should be looking out for? Yeah, 100%. I mean, Osher McKenzie, um, they released a statement not long ago. I think it was either Monday or Sunday Sunday evening. Um, Osher McKenzie's out for a good six weeks, so I don't think he'll be in action on right. Saturday. Um, also, Hutchinson, on his day, for me, he's a, he's, a, he's a class League Two player. And for me, punching above his weight in League Two, really. Um, on his days, it's quality play but when he you know when he's on when he's got an off day uh, sometimes he just tends to go missing um and when we do play the big teams which has the locks of Stockport and uh, Mansfield who we played not long ago in um in, towards the end of October and uh, we just sometimes tend to go missing but in terms of an overall one to watch I definitely go for Rosa Cutchinson um but like I said there on his days he's, he's a class player but if he's if, he, if he's having an off day he definitely go missing and but again, if I if I Freddie Draper was still in the team, I'd definitely say Freddie Draper is our is our biggest asset. But losing him, like I said, is a massive blow. Um, Tom Knowles again, uh, our winger. Yeah. Um, since signing him, uh, the sec, uh, I think it was two years ago, we signed him under Michael Flynn. Um, and for me, again, on his day, he's a class player. But when, when you know when he's having an off day, he does tend sometimes tend to go missing. Um, so I think other than them two, really, I don't think we've got too much of a big. Um, Attacking asset really, other than them two I've mentioned there. Obviously, you could talk about Danny Johnson, who for me, obviously, he scored 15 goals in six months last season since returning to Mansfield last season, and I've been signed him on a six-month loan deal. I signed him back on a full, um, on a uh, permanent deal in the summer. Um, obviously, obviously, hasn't had the game time. Um, all us Warsaw fans would have wanted him to. Obviously, I think he's only started in three, four games this season in the league. So for me, it's disappointing really. Um, but I think in terms of a one to watch, I'd definitely say Isaac Goodison and Tom Knowles, really. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, we, we were asked, which is funny, we, we did a survey recently and we were asked to, if we could ask this type of question. You're the first one I'm going to ask it to. 
what what do you know about Stockport County, and what do you what, you know what, what do you sort of feel about it? You know, are we are we a big threat to you, or do you know do you know our history and kind of things? So how how was that how was that for you? So we've been out of the what football sound, league mate? so long that we've kind of forgotten whether people still know us or not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, looking, I'm thinking of your age as well, mate, because you, you look pretty young. I mean, if we ask somebody who is our age, they'd probably say, oh, yeah, we remember you in the, in the football league. But I guess you don't, do you? I don't know. What was the question, sorry, mate? You lagged you like out a bit there. So what 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 do, what do Walsall fans generally think of Stockport County and Stockport County fans? Um, obviously, I think we played each other three times. I say, was it twice in the league, once in the FA Cup? Yeah, um, I went to both away uh, away legs at uh, Edgy Park. Is it your your ground? Yeah, um, yeah. For me, well great fans. You've got great fans there. You make some noise behind that goal as well, for sure. Um, and I think the FA Cup game as well, especially last season, was a great atmosphere. Um, for me, particularly one of the best away games I went to last season. Um, but in terms of Stockport County, obviously we know you were a good side. Obviously we played you last season. Obviously having last season being your first season in League Two for how many seasons there was it? How many years? Um, <laughs> eleven years was it? Yeah. Um, so obviously considering you haven't been in the football league for eleven years and coming up to League Two last season, finishing where you did was a, a huge achievement for yourselves. And you know you doing that, we've been waiting for that for a good fifteen years now, um, especially in League Two as well. Um, so overall, like I say, you know, going into Saturday's game, we're expecting a tough game, and um, yeah, pretty much that really. And um, obviously, great fans as well. Obviously, you come to our place at the start of the season as well. We've got a fair few amount of fans there, so yeah, hoping for a good atmosphere overall, really. Nice one. Um, are you bringing quite a lot? Are you bringing quite a few up to ours? Have you sold out? I can ask this, Russ. You're not allowed. I know. I'm not. I'm not allowed to ask these kind of questions. <laughs> Well, I was actually quite disappointed, really, the Met fans we were taking, because I looked on our social media pages uh, the, the back end of last week. I think it was between the 300 and 400 mark, I think it's about 350 we're really? taking so far, which for me is pretty disappointing, really. Um, I thought we would have took a lot more than, than we, what, what we are currently, because I think we took over um, over 800 last season. Um, so pretty much disappointed about you know, how much we're taking, but you know, look at where we are in the League 2 table. 13th in League 2 is nothing special, is it really? So... Um, you know, after just seeing the next few weeks where we are, but you know, the, the more we win, the more we put points in the board, and the more we move up the table, I'm sure the support will come. Yeah. Do you think you'll be able to push the playoffs, or do you think that's a little bit too far for you? Um, if you would have asked me this three weeks ago, or I say a month ago, <laughs> I would have said no. Um, but I mean, seeing our recent performances, um, there's no reason why not really, because I think on our day, I think we were a lot better team than what we were last season. Um, and it's proven that, like I said earlier, you know, we're beating, beating the locks of Wrexham, who on paper, for me, Wrexham were a lot better side than us. But the way we played them out the park on um, on that Friday night was, was was great to see, including Crew Alexandria when we beat them as well. Obviously, it wasn't um, a performance that stood out for me in terms of being a good one, but just the way we grind out the results and we got the, the win against them. Um, and obviously, beating Grimsby 6 1 um, on New Year's Day, obviously, any team that beats. Any team by six goals needs some sort of applause. So I think we can keep this one of one of wins going. You know, we won't be far off come the end of the season, really. I'm fascinated by that six-one win at Grimsby. Would it be New Year's Day as well? Because them Grimsby fans must be like, right, we've got a new manager. He's getting settled in now. New Year, 
let's just throw throw last year out and and then they get that. You'd just be like, oh, I'd be livid, wouldn't you? At least they're at home, though. At least you're not to travel to have a load of goals rattled past them like Sutton did with us. So that's something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because when, when I watched the game and I fell out and sat there, I couldn't believe how many goals we were scoring because when I watch it and I fell out, sometimes you tend to be like two or three minutes behind. For every time Walsh was on the attack, was like, he's just going to go in. Everything we seem to go in, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe what I was watching to be fair because the last time he scored six goals away from home was actually in 1948, I think it was. Oh, wow. So nice. it was, it was unbelie- unbelievable yeah. to see. So, yeah, make the most of it while you can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> last, last question before we let you go then. What's your prediction for Saturday? Score prediction? Score prediction for Saturday? Um, I do these score predictions quite a lot and I never seem to get them right. Um, <laughs> I'm, obviously, I'm expecting a tough game, like I've said numerous times. And, uh, we do seem to uh, have a good record at Edgley Park. I think the last two meetings, like last season, we, we, haven't, we haven't lost, luckily enough. Um, so hopefully that's a good omen going into Saturday's game. Um, but I think a score prediction, I'm probably going to go for a 1 1 draw. You know, hopefully we can play out um, a good performance. But again, hoping for, you know, anything more, um, well, anything let not but a, anything but a loss, really, on Saturday. Yeah. Fair dues. Good stuff. Right, Ross, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Giving us a bit Cheers. of insight on Walsall. No worries. Um, good luck after Saturday. Hope you, hope you enjoy your day, but just not too much. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Thanks to Ross for that, uh, for joining us. And I think uh, Nick, you're going on Ross's show later. I am. As soon as I finish there, as soon as I've, Shed this dead weight. I'll be, I'll be over there, <laughs> wax, waxing lyrical about the soon-to-be champions. Slash second, slash third place. Slash team. third doesn't matter as but long as we're ultimately still promoted. Yeah. Slash relegation battle. Whoa, we're very, we're very nearly mathematically safe. So <laughs> another three wins should do it. Is it time to get the um, the transfer marked? Um, possible finishes table out. See if we are safe of relegation. So I'll do that. <laughs> we're not. We're not. I've checked. Have you? Have you checked? You've checked. I've, I've got. The, I've got the table up now. Hang on. I'll just double check. Oh yeah, we're nowhere near safe yet. Um, do, 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 twenty-one. So sixty. So sixty-three. Oh no, no. We're about thirty points from guaranteed safety. That's oh, assuming like yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, don't win every game. Well, he's just got a bit tense again, hasn't it? Oh. Um, let's carry on the conversation about Walsall then on Saturday. Looks like a tough game, doesn't it? I know, I know. Uh, Ross has just said that a few key players are out, which which they are, and the and the one lad's come sounds back. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. It sounds like the past three guests we've had on, and they've all turned us over. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've had that break now, though. That that break is. Crucial. I I said it as soon as the um after straight after the Mansfield game finished, I think I put on Twitter and said this is the most crucial like two weeks of our season now, and not just in terms of the transfers, but in terms of the rest and how much good that'll have done them because we've been running on empty for so long, and I've, I'm I'm expecting big things on Saturday, so I'm prepared to look like a dickhead at ten to five. 
Well, I mean, I'll, I'll already be looking one when I rock, rock up at like two o'clock. That's just how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be looking like more of a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The time and the stench of beer. Just, oh, look, Nick's a dick. Oh, it's two o'clock. Oh, look, Nick's a dick. Oh, yeah, it's ten to five. <laughs> um, but yeah, Saturday. So. I mean, let's talk about it because it's all like mingling into one, really, isn't it? Saturday, we've had a two-week rest. We've got Bristow in. I think he's going to be available. Or, well, yes, he's already, he's already been available, but he'll be ready to play, should we say. We've got Lemon Hay Evans back. We've just signed Odin Bailey. You know, do we do we, do we even need these injured players back? Discuss. Yes, done. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> No, yes, we, 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 yes, we do. It'll be nice. It'll be nice to have them back. But I think, yeah, I think we need to. I think we should temper expectations somewhat because we're still about a month off having some of our key players back. So, if it's a case of grinding out results until then, then what will be will be. I don't think yes. people should start expecting us to go back to what we were doing in the the winning run. I don't. I don't think people should expect us to be playing liquid football like we were against Wrexham. I think we're a way off that again. Yeah, this is the. This tends to be the time of year, time of year where teams who get promoted grind results out, just as just as Mansfield did against us on New Year's Day. Ground the result out. They had the game plan and stuck to it. And I'll I'll take a a one nil win with it going in off opposition keepers' ass. I'll, I'll just t- take anything at this point. Just get another three points on the board and start and start another run again. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, looking at last, I know not comparing seasons, but last season in January, we only we, we only beat Northampton, didn't we? The rest we didn't win yeah. another match in the, in January. It was a bad January, very poor month January. Yeah, but I, I think we've had a a bad December all told. Uh, well, I suppose if if that's if you lump Mansfield in with the December games. Yeah, let's do that. If, if you, yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah, sorry, it didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> time's just, time just a construct anyway. It was within that period, wasn't it? Of those, you know, All right, calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's very much the no man's land, didn't it? So, so yeah, I, I, I think we can we can still afford to carry on this blip a few games longer and still win automatic promotion. Not saying we should. Yeah. Not saying we should. The but... natives will get restless though if we do that. Have you seen him already? Yeah. No, I am not part <laughs> of this WhatsApp group, am I? The most most delicious moment of Liam Richardson's tenure as media executive. It must have been that moment uh, last week where he windows open. Window window is well and truly open. It's not just a jar. The window is fully open. Come on mm. in, and he he tweets his uh, contractually mandated tweet about Carabao now on offer. <laughs> and it just oh god i i wept with joy i was in i was in the post office and i just went mental i was like whoa this is real. what a time to be alive i've just got a notification on a brick in my pocket i've got a big bundle of metal and stuff in my pocket and that's just told me that liam's tweeted that and that's the first time in my life where i've honestly thought i am living in the future i've not got the hoverboards i was promised but that'll do it's great and I imagine Liam had a good laugh to himself as he tweeted that. He's like, "Oh, this will get oh, the, yeah. this will get the native restless." Yeah. yeah, he's got a he's got a streak in him, hasn't he? Hasn't he, Liam? But <laughs> while we're on while we're on the subject to Liam, congratulations to Liam. Yes, congrats, because um, he 
received the first on his dissertation, first class honours degree from UCFB. I, I noticed you uh, tweeted him from the pod account. I tweeted him personally. I, I just think that personal touch is uh, yeah, yeah, you know, means means more. Does it? <laughs> it means more than a than a podcast account. He knows it comes from me anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a blue, and it's got a blue tick as well. So that's we've about, got a blue uh, tick now as well. Yeah, yeah, we've got a blue tick. Yeah. yeah. Did you see uh, Sam Burns reply? Yes, no. because I, I I replied to that talking about fingering. Let's not go on to that. No, no, it wasn't an immediate reply. Someone else replied, and then I replied. I think someone said, oh, I jumped when I got a notification from you. So someone's got a notification switched on for not just Sam Burns, but all Sam Burns replies as well. Someone's got a notification at 6 o'clock seeing that, and they've gone, oh, God, I thought it was a transfer. It's like, well, you need to go out and do some fingering, don't you? Right, yeah. I, I think that's fair. Now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's completely fair, I think, yeah. Teasing, I've seen two notifications at 6pm. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a thing, isn't it? Infinite content, everything now. That's what people want, don't they? Want, they, want, they, want, they want. I've seen someone say we need at least another six to eight players to, to, to ensure promotion. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I need another six to eight inches to please Florence Pugh, but it's not going to happen, is it? Six to eight editions? That is mental. That is truly... That's like a full squad rebuild when we're top of the league. It's unhinged. Yeah, I, I think the pennies just dropped with Nick, what you've just said. <laughs> just... I was too busy thinking about Florence Pugh for a second, and then it just all came rushing back to me. Thinking about Florence what? Pugh of. Or... Fingering. I don't even know who Florence thinking. is. Thinking. Oh, oh, she's oh, she's thinking. lovely. She's lovely. Is she? Is she? Well, out like the your machine? league, like the Machine Girl, Ginger Hair, Florence and the Machine. No, is that her? No, no, that's Florence. Oh, she ain't got that's, a that's Florence. Name. That's Florence. Florence and the Machine. Second, right. second name. Uh, second name Machine. Middle name Amber. Right. Right. <laughs> right. No, she's in. Um, she's in. Black, she's in Black Widow. She played Black Widow's sister in Black Widow. Oh yes, I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's a de- yeah. she's a delight. The future second Mrs. Lee there. Right. <laughs> Lemon Hayem and Nobody Bailey. Should we talk about them? <laughs> I bet they could pull Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's start with well let, let's start with Bristow actually. Um we were contacted by uh, Ben Jones, who is a Tranmere podcaster. I asked him, could he give us a bit of information about Bristow? Maybe information that you wouldn't get off, I don't know, Fot Mob or whatever. But he basically says, heading isn't his strongest suit, despite being six foot two. So there you go. I mean, he's a left back. Same as me, then. He's got a bit of a 50p head, so don't expect anything precise there. Technically very good and comfortable dribbling. Athletically, won't be anyone comparable in the division can sprint in the 95th minute, which helps for both counter and attacks and offensively and stopping them defensively. Predominantly plays as left back um, for them, but might even be more effective as a wing back. So it gives you the flexibility to play him on either role. That's pretty positive, you've isn't just, it? You've just read out my Tinder profile there. <laughs> the full full thing. Can, can sprint, sprint late on. 50p ad. Tall, but can't edit. Me. There me. you go. Yeah, we've, we've we've signed me. It's finally happened. <laughs> no, it's, it's very exciting signing for me. That is, 
is one I remember the Tranmere fans going on about him a lot last season, particularly when the Sky Sky did their team of the season and Torre was in at left back. Um and there's a lot of Tranmere fans wondering why on earth he he wasn't in there. And I, I know um is it Dakers Dakers Cogley, who was the right back at Tranmere last season. I think he's moved on elsewhere. Might be might be Bolton, have I imagined that? But they were they were surprised that he was the one getting a move to League One and not not Bristol. I think I think they were very surprised that he went to Minnesota. Right. Minnesota. Minnesota. It's one of them places in America, isn't it? Minnesota, where it's like I know it's there, but I couldn't point to it on a map and I couldn't tell you anything about it. Like Peterborough, really, over here. <laughs> I, know, I know it exists. Don't need to know anymore. You can't point out well, Peterborough hopefully... on a map. No, it's it's one of them places. Peterborough, Oxford, Cambridge. I could tell you a genuine area. Reading, Swindon. Nah, don't care. Don't care. It's not the north, is it? As soon as, as, soon as we put no, that wall up around Birmingham... North of Birmingham. I don't want them coming in as well. But very, very astute sign in Bristol, and hopefully with a view to next season as well. But by the yeah. sounds from, by the sounds he's not he's not really settled. Well, of course he's not settled in Minnesota. No one knows where the fuck it is. Why? Why, why would he have settled? Find it. <laughs> he's just, just outside the airport with a card. Sign <laughs> 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 Minnesota. <laughs> Yeah, I've had a thing to remember to remind me where Minnesota is for a long time, and it's 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 how you remember where Kentucky is. And it's really oh, Roy G. Biv. Hmm. Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv. It, uh, that's how yeah. That's how you know the colours of the rainbow at school. Oh right, that's okay. No, Roy that G. Biv wasn't the word I should have used. <laughs> Mnemonic. A mnemonic is what it's called, is, is the group's term for it. And you've got a mnemonic, have you? Go on, just just do your thing, Russ. Go on. No, no, it's not. It's you. There's a if you there's a picture of a chef holding a pan, which is the Minnesota is the head of the chef, and Kentucky is the is the chicken inside the pan, and Tennessee is the pan, and you work your way down with the with the, and it looks like a chef. That's how I remember it. You know what? That seemed like the type of thing you'd share on Facebook, and I'm I'm pretty sure you had. I have, yeah. It's, I have. it's something where you share it on Facebook and then I assume it's like my 65-year-old auntie sharing it and just go past it. <laughs> it's good knowledge, that. It's good knowledge, what you're saying. It is about. good knowledge, that. I've, when I inevitably get famous and go on Richard Osman's House of Games and I have to put where Minnesota is on the map, I'll be sorted. You as will. long as they have the state lines on there so I can find the chef yeah, and yeah. the chicken. Yeah, it's it's funny, you've been saying... You've been saying when you inevitably get famous for about nine years now. I don't. I'm not sure when's it. Infamous happen? is the word I'm looking for. Infamous. Okay. Uh, Bristol Waggy, what do you think? Uh, he was a great darts player. Uh... <laughs> was his dad? They obviously had we, we, they had. we had to have a darts joke, didn't they? There had to be one in there. So <laughs> no, I think you say yeah. You say listening to everything that. As soon as he signed, there was a lot of Tramier fans that were on the post that were saying brilliant signing, can't believe yeah. we let him go and stuff like that. And um as you say, uh he sounds he sounds Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If he's going to be, he can play either left back or left wing back, which suits us. As you say, I think we've played a lot better when we've played as a back four. So putting him as a left back, but who can, and more so with the difference to Torre is obviously it sounds like he wants to go past players and actually get a crossing and stuff. So I think that'll be a much more positive for going down the, for the for the left hand side. So yeah, I think it's um, an excellent signing. And as you say, six month loan, but I think that it will be a permanent. And this seems as if it is one of those League One signings to take us into, like to to play for us next year in League One. There's the danger of um, when when it was announced from Minnesota's end. Um, they had an option to recall him at any point during the loan. So when I'm I'm just ignoring the darts jokes because we've had a week of them. Should have got these out of our system last week, lads, but we forgot. Um, yes, they can. So they can recall him when their season starts in March. But they also mention in the same statement they mentioned that it frees up a space for a non-American player. So you'd imagine with them only having two spots for that, then they'll take advantage of it and bring someone else in which should mm. mean he'll be because that'd be that'd be so us wouldn't it for him to get all our other left backs to be out injured and him to get recalled like the day before the yeah. game could seal promotion imagine yeah. that but if he if we do sign him permanently and he stays that, that are we not oversubscribed in that area or do we see do we see one going out then i can't see it being Rydell. I, I i hope not um you'd imagine given that he's going to be out He's going to be out until his contract expires. So you'd imagine he'll get a short-term one at least, or maybe a year, you know, so he can prove his fitness and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it does. It does leave us with three. Maybe we'll maybe we'll go up to the three at the back again that everyone everyone <laughs> hates, despite it despite it getting us seven minutes from League One, and and taking us out of non-league. You know, people forget what the three at the back did for us. Mm. Yeah, for me, the beginning of the season, it was having the wrong people in the three yeah. at the back. Was trying to play Noel and Torrey as centre backs that wasn't working. Um, but as you say, yeah, it, as a system, it still still works. But again, I think it's the difference with this season is that as you say, Chalina seems to have got a bit more. He, he's he's progressed as a as a coach as a manager. Yeah, because 100%. as we were saying. You know, last year we we struggled to have a plan B, whereas now we've got plan A to Z, and you know, at different parts of the different parts of the game, you'll just see, a, a, you know, a discrete switch, and it's like, oh fucking hell, we've changed our system to to match up to them or to to counter what they're doing to get us back in the match and stuff. So, um, yeah, do we need three step three left left backs, left wing backs? Possibly not, but it's. It, again, it depends if he still sees Torre as being a left centre back, and then pushing him into the left centre back area, then that pushes. Um, we've got two two left backs, then, haven't we? Two left backs, wing backs. Mm. Yeah. Anybody going to be watching Torre in the Afcon? Monday at is it twelve o'clock? Two o'clock. Two p.m. Senegal. Yeah. Work from home day. Jobs are good. In. I'll have it on the background, I think. Definitely. 
I don't, I don't know if he's if he's set to start. I don't know what the I don't know what the um. I imagine he's gonna start. I I, I, don't, I don't think they've got he's a big. Pretty much all the qualifiers, hasn't he? So is he? Yeah, he's he's so. probably playing at a higher level than any of the rest of their players. So, uh, Claire just says, where can we watch? I think it's all on Sky Sports. And the exciting thing about the Afcon as well, you get that thing of seeing players that you know are world class from what they do for the clubs and then seeing them for like some international like um who's the Bayern Munich left back the Canadian guy Davis Alfonso Davis then when you, when you saw him for Canada in the World Cup last year he was like playing in midfield yeah. he's, like, he's our best player there's gonna be loads of that it's so exciting yeah it reminds me a bit of of the MLS where you get a really good player like I don't know Didier I'm going back a bit now but Didier Drogba playing up front for Ivory Coast or Coach as it is, and then the left backs in League Two. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or it's in the National yeah. League or something. Very much like the Saudi League right now, actually. That's, <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's why Ronaldo's getting such ridiculous numbers because he's up against like non-league. So they've invested in all these attacking players and just not signed any defenders at all over there. Yeah, it's yeah. mental. I think I think the other two players. I, I checked the squad for for Gambia. The other two players, one's for Rex and one's for Cardiff. Um. And then mm. the rest are all on the continent or in in uh, in Africa, I think. So yeah, should be good. Nice to have, nice to have an interest in it. I mean, I, I generally watch it anyway, but just like dipping and out. But now I've got something to watch mm. it for. All of a sudden, yeah, it'd be nice to watch it for someone who's not Salah or Mane, won't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's Bristow. Should we talk about Odin Bailey coming back? Because that is a big is a big one. Um, do we know do we know any figures involved or any anything like that? Is that all is that all kept quiet? Is it? I've, 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 I've not heard anything. I don't expect that we've well, I know we there was rumors one that they were holding out for 200, 250k, but uh, and all this he's got a year's extension and stuff, but for me, a year's extension is only triggered if you're good enough or you want to play for the club. Is it not normally based? It's normally based off goals or appearances or things like that, isn't it? So I can't see how they would have wanted well, to trigger. A lot of the time, it's just it's just there. At the, basically, the, the thought is that when the players sign the contract with it in, they're effectively agreeing to it. So so they, they would have been in the rights to extend it by a year so they could ask a bigger fee. But when it's it's not a good it's not good optics, is it? When it's a player who's openly admitted he's had like mental health struggles at the club and stuff. I think it, it makes sense that it's not. My prediction was that it was going to go on until the end of the window. Yeah, and then. And then we'd leave ourselves in the problem in the situation of maybe signing other players to do what we want him to do, and then suddenly find very much the situation we had with Camps when we signed him, where we went for him. He was asking for too much. His agent was asking for too much money. We got other players in, and then the Camps deal got revived late on. And as a result, he still doesn't quite have that spot in the yeah. team. We don't quite know yeah. where he is. So I'm really pleased we've avoided that situation again. Well, by, yeah, by, by, the, by the sounds of it, the, the Lewis money will have helped go towards that. Well. Not, not that we've not got the budget anyway. But well, I did see, in, in terms I of did see somewhere that they said that the, the Lewis the Lewis money was nothing to do or didn't have anything, no, that's any, right, yeah. anything to do with Bailey. But I, the one interesting thing that I, was that the Salford never announced him coming back, did they? 
They've had a couple of no, not with, not like they did with the other back. Lonely, yeah. They never, they never announced that Bailey was back in the building. Right. Yeah. Talk, that was, don't say was don't say back in the building, Waggy. I might have to hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's by the sound of it, talks have been talks were ongoing even before the window opened. From yeah, what Challoner mentioned in his interviews yeah. over Christmas and stuff, so so I think I think they were always they were always going to sell him. For the ultimate piss boiling, it'd be good if we uh, went back and signed another player from there, wouldn't it? That'd be funny. None of them I didn't enjoy the. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple I'd have. Um, there's, Do we have an idea of what a... we'd be looking for from Salford? Um, that temporary roof off the stand. <laughs> we'll <have> that. <laughs> could do we could do with one of them. Tell Walking you. around with a clipboard, um, going, uh, "I'll have that." Yeah, I'll have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the bailiffs. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I don't think bailiffs will be far off there. Anyway, um, but, oh yeah, that's a good point. James Somerset makes a very good point in the comments. The other loanee that they brought back was actually recalled rather rather than that specifically recalled him. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, makes sense. Um, but yeah, yeah, good. To, I'll just try out some cliches. Good to uh, get it over the line. Uh, we're all very relieved to get it over the line. Looking forward to seeing him back out on the grass. Yeah, just <laughs> other other platitudes and cliches are available. But yeah, really do good. You, it's... Do you actually think he did go back to Salford, or do you think he's still been just training with us anyway? Because that's the one thing nobody's. Oh. nobody's... He said his deal was up, but as you say, there's not been anything to say that he's actually gone back or went contractually, back to Salford. Contractually, you probably have to go back, don't you? Unless yeah. Salford had said, we don't need you back, just go train somewhere else or go to the gym or whatever until, something's hap- you know, until something Which, happens. I can't see it being the case either that Salford said, oh, we don't want you back, go elsewhere until it's sorted, because they've got a new manager in who's... You might want to take a look at him. Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. Some off yeah. after eleven yeah. minutes. Yeah. He did, yeah. And, and and just from the just from the optics side of it, I've used the word optics. You have, yeah, yeah. yeah I've nice. used the, op- the word optics twice tonight, and neither time has it been in relation to spirits. <laughs> Personal growth. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I can see you've got some. You've got some behind you as well, there, Russ. I'm going to start salivating in a minute. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so new new manager coming in with you know a clean broom and all that, like a new slate. It's not going to look good on him if there's a player that is. You're right. Yeah, because you 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 were you were scoffing at cliches before, and now you've just used clean slate and broom. Because well, that's yeah, I'm okay. trying to get as many in. I've got I've got about seven more on a list here that I'm going to try and get in at some point. People have been uh, people have been sending them to me, <laughs> so I'll try and get them in. Yeah, clean slate, uh, a new new broom. Um, Mopping up Gary Neville's shit with one one end and broom handling incompetent players up the tunnel with the other. And it's not gonna look good if he just makes his mind up about a player before having even met him or chatted to him or got to the bottom of the issues he had during his spell there and stuff. So I think yeah, I think it was always gonna always gonna happen. I'm just glad he's not had to do a Peter Odden wingy on the last day of the window. Just like <laughs> Sat, sat on the hard shoulder in his car, not knowing where to go. <laughs> Although Isaiah, Isaiah Kite would have had something to do, though, wouldn't he? So he'd probably have bit him, to be fair. He bit me before. Awful. So let's move on to Lemon Hay Evans then. Um, obviously, recalled Joe. Quick word about Joe Lewis. Obviously, gone to um, 
permanently to AFC Wimbledon now. So good luck to the lad. Probably didn't Maybe get a fair business that as well. No, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's weird. He, he signed for us uh, after playing for Torquay in a back four. We immediately put him in a back three. And then now when you think looking at next season, maybe he'd be the one in there alongside Horsefall. But it doesn't make sense to go messing around with the defence as it is now, given that that's, that's an area where everyone isn't dead or injured. So, it, yeah, it makes sense. And we've made a profit on him. He's somewhere he's clearly enjoying his football, like his family yeah. are happy and everything. He's had a head transplant because... <laughs> That Joe Lewis that I saw on the announcement video, that's not Joe Lewis. I don't know who that is. That's not Joe Lewis. I, I swear. I, I reckon we're gonna, uh, I reckon Joe Lewis is going to trot out for us at some point this season, wearing like Jack Stretton's number or something. I'm convinced, convinced it's going to happen. So Lemon Hay Evans coming back then. Good move, Waggy? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, you say we need... We, we need... We're we're short of midfielders. He's been doing. He's been playing regular, regular for Wimbledon. Uh, right. He's been playing well for Wimbledon. I think he. I think he sort of fits into playing it. Playing you know, if we're playing as a diamond, I think he can probably play play at the front or he can play at the play at the right of that of that diamond. So, um, I think yeah, I think it's a good. It, it's it's a good it's a good to bring him back and hopefully he can carry on that form. Um, and you know, continue, continue. Because I say, I think he's again. I think he's just been a bit unlucky not being able to get into the team because maybe we've not quite played the right system for him. Mm. But I think going to like a four-four-two almost with the diamond in the middle, I think that suits that suits his style much better than how we've played before. So yeah, I think hopefully he gets a run in the team and we can see see his potential again. I still, I still, I still think whatever happens, he'll be off in the summer. I think. Um, yeah, I can see it. As I well. mean, I, I, I still wouldn't be surprised if he was off before the end of January. If it's just that the wording in county statement mentioned the rest of the season, but that's just a, it's another cliche, really. You could say. So, a lot of, yeah. maybe maybe won't put too much store in that. I'd like to think we treat players. I don't say better than that because nothing's happened yet. But if he if he has been brought back on the proviso that if we get somebody else, then he can leave and and you know Wimbledon get first refusal or whatever because he's 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 playing well down there. And I'd like to think we'd do that for him and not just cast him out or you know yeah. make him make him train with the reserves or whatever like they used to. Because he apparently struggled to settle when he first signed as well because he's. Because he's from down south and everything, he's been living down near Torquay and stuff. So, obviously, coming away from all that, yeah, it's it's going to be tough in it. And then going to Knotts, then being called back for the end of last season, and then going to Wimbledon, seeming like he's you know he's found a club for him there, and then only to get get yanked back again. But it's it's good to hear he was out with the. You know, it's it's do, doing a pod. It's not just about like watching the football and getting your opinions ready on that. No, no, you have to troll through the message boards and the uh, Facebook supporters groups and the WhatsApp groups, and you'll find that people go bumping into the players in Manchester. And uh, a few of the lads were out, and Connor Connor Evans was. I'm not, I'm not calling him. We we dropped the lemonade last season, so 
Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's drop the lemonade. No, no need for it. Although we could, if he stays, we could get the lemon t-shirts. That'd be yeah. good. Uh, yeah, if so, he stays. Yeah, maybe he should stay for the rest of the season. Then. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, it's, it's good that the lads have uh, brought him back into the group again and the, the camaraderie of it. Must be nice to have friends. Yeah. Waggy, what's it like? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so that's Lemon Hay Evans. Um, right, I think we're ready for... Oh, admin, I've got to say, I've got an announcement to make. Admin. Big announcement. Big fat announcement. Big, big, big fat announcement before we move on to the quiz. Um, we're delighted to announce that we are charity partner in 2024 for Mentel. Um, so we'll be getting people on from Mentel and we'll be mentioning every uh, every every episode and every episode we're doing to Courtyard Club Call as well and the Dave Smith never existed, etc, etc. Um, so we're going to be partnering with them, get some people on who are county fans, who are part of Mentel and really uh, sort of go for it and, and showcase Mentel and make sure that every county fan, certainly that watches this show, is aware of Mentel, the mental, men's mental health charity. So there we go. That's what we're doing. Um, yes. So you'll see more of that Brilliant. coming out. A, a fine acquisition all around. Yes. And thanks they're, very they're much. They're going to slot straight into the group. They are. They're really going to bring the rest of the team closer together. Yeah, yeah. Cliche's done. Nailed yeah, it. Good. All ticked <laughs> off. But massive thanks to Dave Thompson on that for putting me in touch with them. Um, yeah, because they were they they were at the Mansfield game, weren't they? Um, and the bucket collection. Yeah, and collection. pretty sure most people saw the video at halftime. Um, yeah. So it does make you think. So yeah, proud to be partnering with them this year. Okay, shall we move on to? Have you got a quiz ready, or are we? Are we not doing yeah, that today? Gonna... We've got resins. We've got a quiz. Oh, we got resins. Oh, bloody hell. Right, yeah, we have got resins, haven't we? Right. I've got one. Don't you worry. Oh. Oh. Right, good stuff. Well, let's get the uh, let's get the jingle out, and then we'll do getting resins. Resins. Oh. Get in the resins. Get in the resins. I'm not having that. Get in the resins. Oh, getting resins. Right. Can I? I'll go first. Shall yeah, I? You, get it out yeah, yeah, you go first. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I, I need to get into quizmaster mode, don't I? So, people who suggest that we should sign a player go to the trouble of looking at his Wikipedia and like quoting stats and goal returns and assists and everything, but then don't bother to look at the pesky little fact that he's already represented two clubs this season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me tap the sign. I'm, it feels like my week this week has been like 60% work and 40% just replying to these people. And I'm not saying I'm not saying you should have like a full encyclopedic knowledge of you know section 14c of the laws of the game and stuff. But if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna speculate about transfers, like half of the speculation could have been wiped out if an alarm went off. If if you had some sort of add-on to your Chrome browser or whatever, where when you go to type "county should sign this player," it automatically logs and then it just deletes your post <laughs> because it's a, there's there's only so much internet and they're stealing it all. 
They're hogging <laughs> all the bandwidth. It's horrible. But it, it's just... It's not even... It's repeat offenders who have been pulled up on it once. Pulled up on it. Like I've, been, like I've been caught drink driving or doing something really... Like, <laughs> really heinous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, called into my office. Pulled them up on it. Uh, but they're still doing it. Even after I said, oh, look, Rob Apter can't play for anyone else for the 50th time this year. He's he's played for both... Oh, no, he's not played for Blackpool. He's been on, on loan at Tranmere since August. Yes, but Blackpool played games in August. Blackpool played two meaningless cup games in August where they rotated the squad. That's when he played. <laughs> Only yeah. another three weeks of it. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, that can get. In, I think we're agreeing that can get in the resi, yes. can't it? Because yeah. I've seen that a lot, actually. So yeah, um, yeah. You think people would be would be informed by now? Waggy, have and, you and got then people hit? say, then people will, call, will, will counter it with, "Oh well, we sent such and such a player on loan to Altrincham, and then he also went on loan to Brackley the same season." It's like, yes, but that's the national league where the same league, rules don't yeah. exist, as we know. To our detriment. Uh, yeah, football cliches, they can get in the rest. So I thought I'd say it. Don't for me. If anything, um, Waggy, you delivered that too well. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I peaked. That's my peak for series 10. <laughs> It's all downhill from here. Oh, if it's it. <laughs> so, no, for me, uh, using VAR in the FA Cup, because it's only used for the teams that are playing at Premier League. So any team, it, yeah. any Premier League team that's not playing at a Premier League team, surely it gives them an advantage because it's bullshit, isn't it? It's shit. So <laughs> they, shouldn't, they shouldn't use it. But Because I think I believe that they've just said for the League Cup, the semi-finals, they're not using VAR because Middlesbrough have not got it installed at the stadium. So all none of the games, none of the semi-finals yeah. that are taking yeah. place have VAR. So yeah. I think it should be the same until yes. you get to a point of if there is just Premier League teams left in it, then you should use VAR. So up to that point, they shouldn't have, shouldn't be using VAR unless everybody can use VAR. I like that. That's a, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we got uh, County eighty eighty three as pointed out in the comments, like when we had it in the League Two playoff final. I have never been so panicked. I was in such a weird state with that game because every passage of play that ended, I'd be just like, "Well, it's going to get brought back in a minute. There'll be something in there. It'll get brought back." And then we didn't have any big calls or anything, which was, you know, you'd, you'd like to experience that just so you know how shit it is. But I, I'm all for bitching it full stop now I, I was sort of on the fence maybe ke keeping it for offsides if it's going to do them semi-automated offsides that they've been trialling then fair enough but now we've reached a stage where Everton have had a VAR decision overturned yes you just think well yeah. what's, what, the what's it good for yeah yeah 100%. but I think it's been used well in like the European Championships and the World Cup it just seems to be mm. that the way that that the U or the way the Premier League has adapted it, it just yeah. seems they don't seem to be using it very well. And it'd say some of the mistakes that they've made is ridiculous. But go back to that and get the use that automatic offside that they were yeah. using in the World Cup. That was that was awesome. It was like instant. 
So it's yeah, I don't I don't disagree with VAR. I disagree with the way it's being used and the way that they're adapting it in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed, agreed. That's going in. Yeah, that's going in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, mine's mine's a bit closer to home. So my getting the reses is during the transfer window. Whenever County do tweet, somebody guaranteed 100% will tweet back. That's not a signing. Yeah. Like, just don't, just don't tweet anything. It's clearly not a signing. Why? Just don't tweet. Just don't yeah. tweet anything. It's boring. Or, or that was, that was also, nice. <laughs> Yeah, haven't they also put um, uh, any more any more rumours on such and such a player? And I've seen that in some of the some of the like non transfer yeah. tweets that County have put out. It's like any more any news on like, any news on Bailey. It's like well, no. Yeah. If there was news, we'd put it out instead. It's <laughs> yeah, about, well, this... about buying some stupid energy drink. <laughs> I'd have loved it though if like we'd signed Bailey. And then Liam just sat there waiting for someone to tweet and go like, "Oh, any more rumours about Bailey?" And then he could go, "Oh yeah, yeah, shit, sorry, we signed him last week. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot to press post." <laughs> 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 I think we, I think I've mentioned this before, though. This type of thing where the club will, will put out a tweet. I don't know. They'll they'll put out a tweet saying, um, "Match preview," you know, like they do. Is is a match preview? And so no reply and go. Uh, is there any shirts in the shop? <laughs> what? <laughs> what time? What time does the ticket office open? <laughs> but it's like them people, them people in um in Facebook groups, like local community Facebook groups, and they'll pop up like, "Oh, does anyone know it? Any takeaways that are open past eleven tonight?" It's like you're on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> and they probably they probably open the browser and Google Facebook. So they've already hit the step that would have allowed them to find out the opening times. To be fair, though, right? Don't you think takeaways are notorious are notorious for not having up to date information on their websites or on Google and being, you know, did somebody say just eat? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a browser though. Maybe. I love, <laughs> I love how you're still on the fence about just eat. I love that. <laughs> I don't use stop or eat. I'm a stop or eat person, me. I am now. Yeah, do my bit representing. Right, right, I have Snoop Dogg on the advert, no, though. It'd so. be cold by the time it got here. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold by the time it gets to me most weeks, mate. <laughs> right, should we do the quiz? If we have to. Let's do the quiz. Yes, let's so the, the quiz. quiz. Do, I'm going to second. Do let's, do much do love. Quiz. let's do the quiz. Let me just. Uh, <laughs> Joking. You're joking. No, Richard, I am not joking. This is indeed the much, much that's, that's very partridge, wasn't it? Um, yes, this is the much loved and much tolerated starting 11s quiz we like to end every show. Um, funny you should uh pick that clip out actually. Now that clip's not going to help you at all. <laughs> 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 so we are going back to a game that took place on today's date, which was the 10th of January, and we're going back exactly 20 years to the 10th of January, 2004. Can I have some dramatic music, please? There we go. So the game of choice 
was a Coca-Cola League One tie against Wickham Wanderers. So, as, as ever, I want you to name it any player from the start in 11. Penalty shootout format. If you name a player who came on as a substitute, then you get another go. If you get the player wrong, then you've missed and your competitor will have the opportunity to take it as it's sudden bleeding death. So, Waggy, you're up first, mate. 10th of January 2004, Wickham at home. Who are you having? I can't remember 10th of January 2024. <laughs> 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 Such a dad joke, but I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh shit! Um, no. Oh. No, I've not I mean, got a clue. I mean, there's no, there's, no, one, no. there's one player here that I've not heard of. So really, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, hey, give no, me up, Waggy. Not got a clue. All right, so if I get this right, I win, basically. This is an ace quiz. This is very so disappointing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a list of accepted years for next week, Waggy. Uh, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for... I think Aaron Lescott was still with us then. Wrong. He, he, he might have been with us, but he was not in the squad. Right. Do we just this keep on going? Well. Somebody gets it yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waggy's, Waggy's going to have to guess at some point. No, I just, I really can't think. No, I know it's too early for. Um, is it too early, too early for Deco? Yeah. Yeah, it's too early for Deco, so that's where my head's at. This is the 4,681st game in our club's history. Just a bit of additional oh, info Oh, that one. People. Right. <laughs> I, I thought that had the juices flowing. Rob, Rob Clare. Rob Clare is correct. Yes. There you go. You've you've you've, you've won a very anti-climactic... We'll get the fucking music off now. Yeah. Uh, very anti-climactic, anti that. Yeah. yeah. Owen, was Owen Fon Williams in there, maybe? Uh, no, the 11 was uh, James Spencer, John Hardiker, Rob Clare, Danny Griffin, Danny Jackman, uh, Ali Gabe, Fraser McLachlan, Ricky Lambert, Andy Welsh, Stuart Barlow, and S. S. Lynch. Was it Sean Lynch? Or have I imagined that? Scott Lynch, was it? I was thinking was it Scott Lynch. Lynch. Was it Scott Lynch? Scott Lynch? Well, he scored for us that day anyway. Along with a, in fact, Lynch Lynch was banging some goals in at this point. He scored in three games in a row. Shane Lynch, Ian Dowden. No, he's out of boys' own. <laughs> Shane Lynch is boys' own. There can't be two Shane Lynches, you know. <laughs> no, there can't. <laughs> right. Well, after that resounding success, I think I need a brew and some toast before bed. You know what? I've put the effort into making it. I put the effort in to opening it's, up it's the you, county spreadsheet. It's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's generally on me. I've got no clue whatsoever. It, two early two thousands. I was I was I was drinking a lot going county, and I just can't remember stuff. Oh, I like yeah. the PJs. Well, 
Thanks, mate. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's been a cold day, so I thought I'd whack my uh... pajamas on. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. Um, <laughs> no, maybe maybe, uh, maybe next week I'll uh, I'll pick one from the depths of the Squirrel North, and you can see how you bloody well feel about that one. Squirrel. Oh yeah, bloody hell, yeah. Um. What's, what, what's, what, wonder what this is. Neil Warburton, put the intro jingle in the Rezzers. What's the in, what does he mean intro jingle? Which the, the Rezzers intro jingle. Rezzers intro jingle into the Rezzers. No, that's like what people it. do. Russ. They, they, they call back to things I say because I'm just man of the people. Man of the people. Okay. Claire Jeffs, was it Shane? I swear it was Simon. It doesn't. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make it. It makes sense, but it doesn't matter, does it? So anyway, shall we call it a day there? Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. Please do like and subscribe and rate. and review. Simon Lynch. Simon Lynch. Whatever podcast player you are listening on, it was Simon Lynch. Uh, Cheers to Waggy and Nick. We'll be back on Monday with the Courtyard Club call following the Walsall match. So if you aren't, aren't getting that, you can get that through our Patreon which is just three English pounds plus VAT per month. And you get, what do you get, Nick? Uh, really irritating rash that no amount of cream will shift. Oh, the Patreon thing. Yes, you get access to the Courtyard Club call every Monday with a full in-depth tactical dissection of that Monday's game. You get a monthly episode of Dave Smith Never Existed. They're really, the, probably the, the type of show for people who are into that quiz then. To be honest, I think it's very much uh, for, for yeah, the people yeah. who don't know what Fingy Lynch was called. I've forgotten already. He was he was that forgettable. Clearly, you also get priority access to our live events, and you get a discount on merchandise in our Etsy store. You do, and a couple of more, a couple more designs will be coming out very soon on our Etsy store. A Ryan Rydell one. Connor Evans stays past. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> right. Thank you, everybody. Cheers, everybody. And see you Cheers. on Saturday. See you later. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begala War was written, recorded, and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.